Media Manager. Are you really maximizing your minutes? Motivator. Never, never, ever quit. Mentor. You gotta pay it forward. This. I punch failure in the face. Is the Go Get It Podcast. Now, now that you know that, go get it. Hi, this is Al Millette. You can hear me at millettevoicepro.net. But now you're listening to the guy that Tony Robbins goes to for motivation. He can do anything except that firewalk. It's Corey Disson. Al, thank you, my man. I am giving Tony a run for his money with the motivational stuff, but I ain't messing around with that firewalk. I'm a delicate flower, you know. I don't want to burn my little tootsies. But there is one man who would walk across hot coals in the name of great podcasting, our deep voice show announcer, Mr. Mark Peoples at markpeoples.com. This is the Go Get It podcast, where we try to take a quick, fresh look at the topics, influencers, and issues that affect the voiceover world. But we are known to stray off course and tickle anything else that might be of interest, especially if it helps motivate you to go get it. The Go Get It podcast is sponsored by VO Life Clothing. Live the VO Life in style with gear that speaks volumes. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, and more to show you're living the VO Life with pride. Get some at VOLifeClothing.com. And if you're looking for five steps to help achieve the voiceover dream, you can go to CoreyDisson.com and just click Get the eBook. Now, on today's show, We've all seen those trailers that feature the quotes that flash up on screen like the New York Times says it's captivating or the Washington Post says you'll be on the edge of your seat. What if there were someone in the voiceover industry that personifies that and has consistently generated the same type of electric reaction for the clientele she serves? Well, strap in and hang on, everybody, because my guest today has been called a game changer someone you dream of working with, and someone who delivers complete revelations and more breakthroughs than with every other coach worked with combined. My friends, please welcome esteemed voiceover coach and co-author of TV Sex, Lies, and Promos, cashing in on TV's best-kept secret, the one and only Jody Gottlieb. Hey, Corey. That was quite an intro. Wow, I need an oxygen mask after that. <laughs> wow, thanks. I am so happy to to have you on the show. I, you know, I've known of your work for a long time, and and we have common friends who speak volumes, uh, pun intended, about the great work you do in the uh, the voiceover coaching world and the directing world. And, and like I said, you you bring a unique flavor to the voiceover coaching world. I mean, you were an award-winning writer, producer, director for, you know, a long time. You worked in New York, you worked in LA. And as you're working with voiceover talent, how is it different? What's your perspective? Is your perspective different because you were a writer versus, hey, I'm a voiceover talent now, or I used to be a talent? Talk to me about that. My perspective is clearly mine as a producer and a writer in both commercials and promos and narration. I've directed on-air narration for a series. I've won awards for commercial production. I won awards as a writer-producer. The awards don't matter. The satisfaction and the experience of 
that brings a perspective that I'm, a couple of other people have. I'm, I was going to say nobody has, but I know a couple of other people who, who have that perspective. I teach from the point of view of someone who is casting. What do I need to hear for you to book this job? And that's whether I'm auditioning or directing an audition or whether it's a, a, just a lesson or whether I'm producing a demo. It is, what do I need as a producer? I look at specs, obviously, on a, an audition, and I direct to the specs. And then for the second take, I direct something else completely. Just to give a variation. Yes, just to show the producer or casting director, creative director, whoever's listening, that there's range, that you're not locked into just one read. Because as a producer, I need to hear that. I hate when I get back auditions and both reads are the same. I'm thinking, well, it was a decent read, but I'm going to have to work too hard to get exactly what I want. And how often does it happen where when you take liberties and you turn the talent loose to give an alternate vibe and it doesn't match the specs, how often does the end result go with that alternate read versus the original specs? I would say more often than not. What I do in a session is direct to what I want to hear. And then when I've gotten what I want, I will say to the talent, anything you want to try. Or talent may say to me, can I try something? And I'm always open to that. And they give me something totally unexpected. And it's like, I love that. We're using that one. Now, how often is it, so when you're in the trenches and you're directing, whether it's in a demo or for a session for an actual client, what do you do? Is there a certain process? Is there a certain order to how you say find an actor's voice? What I do without giving away the actual technique is there is a t technique I teach that um, informs your instincts without making choices and helps you get, it tells you where the story's going, helps you get your math around the words. So by the time you do the first take, it's spontaneous and fresh, but you also have some information. It's not a cold read. From there, I then add a lot of physicality. I have gestures and stances and facial expressions that we add as layers to that first read. I never expect the first read to be right on. So then we start adding layers. I guess the physicality makes a lot of sense because normally when you're, when you're talking, having a conversation, you don't just read words off of a page or use only your lips and your teeth and your tongue. You're nodding your head as I'm doing right now, as you're doing right now. You're pointing, you're you know, looking in a different direction, you're, there's, there's pauses, there's, you know, different inflections, how you would normally speak. So you're, you're trying to get the talent to do that as with their microphone. Exactly. Without limiting the actor to the voice only. I want to bring in the whole actor. If you've ever done any stage work, you understand that when an actor hits the stage, 
they may know their lines, they may know their cues, they may know what, what their blocking is and they have to hit their mark, but I've never met an actor who knows what to do with their bodies, the rest of, the rest of their instrument. And how many times does an actor say, you know, give me a prop, give me something to do with my hands. So I invented that. I give my actors, my voiceover actors, a prop. It could be a physical prop or it could be gestures. It could be how you're standing or how you're sitting. Whatever environment you're in, there we can't forget that acting happens from the neck down as well. Well said. So you kind of put them in the moment to, to make the copy come alive, I'm guessing. Exactly. Exactly. Very cool. So, ah, making a, a quantum leap here, but you and I had this discussion before, and we were talking about branding, and that's a big buzzword. That's something that uh, is very important to me that I try to communicate, and I, I talk about how special that is, especially in today's environment. There's so many talent out there. What are your thoughts on how branding fits in to talent either getting jobs or keeping jobs, or both? Um, I have conflicting views on this. <laughs> I have not settled on an absolute point of view. Okay. From a talent's point of view, branding is important. It's important to know what you do well and where you fit in, and it's important to be able to sell that to those categories. On the other hand, as a producer... I don't care. If I am interested in, if I hear about somebody, I'll go to their website. And if you are branding yourself as the car guy or the perfume guy or the pharmaceutical guy, if that's not what I'm looking for, I just, I may just leave the website. I may not even listen to your demo, which, you know, that's on me. I sh should, but time is always an issue. Of course. And ultimately, you have to be able to perform. I mean, you can have the greatest packaging and smartest branding, you know, but if, if when the mic is on, if you can't perform, you're, you're not going to get the gig. So maybe, is it safe to say the branding might at least help open a door? It, it might open a door. It very well could open a door. I'm going to say that that's a good thing. It may also shut a door. If I'm not looking for the car guy, I may not go to, go to you. Even if your demo shows a range. Um, as we were talking before, I consider demos to um, a little bit like majoring in college. You want to put your money voice up front. So if you're the car guy, you put that up front. But the next spot should flip me around. So you you put your major up front and then show me what you're minoring in and then show me your major again and then some some minor things and maybe an elective <laughs> keeping the education theme going big believer in education um so while i think people need to know who they are and what they do well and what categories they should focus on, there is a danger that you'll get somebody like me who takes things at face value. And if I see that 
and I'm not looking for that, I may just not listen to your demo. Gotcha. So I would say that if your branding can encompass a sound, a tone, an attitude, more than a specific category, that, that will probably work better. That makes a lot of sense if it's flavor versus specific industry. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Because if it's a flavor, I can always use that. I like to taste new flavors. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing a Baskin-Robbins commercial right now. 31 flavors, right? There you go. I, I was paying attention. Uh, even, even you know, at a young age at the at Baskin-Robbins. I did like mint chocolate chip. That's just me. Um, last question. And this has been an eye-opener for sure. The, the industry has changed. I mean, we just talked about how there's a proliferation of there's so many people that identify as voice talent. And now with home studios and remote recording capabilities, when you're talking about things like gestures and physicality and, you know, do, do you find that maybe the directing is a little different? Is there a challenge if you're directing someone remotely versus in the same room? In terms of directing, it's, it's turned out with all the technology that we use, Skype, Zoom, um, other kinds of conferencing platforms, directing hasn't changed. I can see my talent. They can see me. I can demonstrate the physicality. I can see where they're going. I can see what they're doing. I can say no, you know, raise your arms higher than that kind of thing. I can catch them. What, uh, what has changed is the personal connection. Um, being in the same room with somebody, you connect differently, but that's more on a personal level. Sure, but I might help towards developing that much better of a rapport. A, a, more of a relationship. Gotcha. So I know you and I have only scratched the surface here with all the the cool things and the cool way that you do what you do. But if a talent listening to this right now says, hey, I need to up my game and I need to get with Jody and get some coaching, how would they get in touch with you? Through my website, jodygottliebvo.com. That's probably the easiest way. You're on LinkedIn too, I think. I am on LinkedIn, but I don't check it that much. <laughs> tisk tisk. That's a big one with me. I know, I know, I know. Um, or, you know, they can email me directly, jody at jodygottliebvo.com. Jody with I. Well, Jody, this this was like I said, eye opener. I, I'm I'm fired up for my listeners to be able to hear this. There's lots of great little nuggets in there. I can't thank you enough for joining us on the show today. My pleasure. I really love your show. Cool. Well, a reminder that today's show was brought to you by Vo Life Clothing. High fives to our show announcer Mark Peoples. Today's featured voice talent Al Millette. And our producer, Christopher Disson, multi-talented Pro Tools aficionado and proof that nepotism is still alive and well. Don't forget that if you're looking for five steps to help achieve the voiceover dream, go to CoreyDisson.com and click get the ebook. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you next time. Until then, go get it. Demo.com, you will um, link, there's, 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 there's a contact us form there. You can, send a, you can send an email through the contact form. Our phone number is on the site. Um, really, one of my favorite things, I just want to say real quick, because I Go know we're going to wrap up.
the voice of the Go Get It podcast, Mark Peoples, has already got in on the demo craze. Nice. My man, so Mark. We got, All right. we got a little bit of street cred. I went out to uh, Worldwide Radio Summit and Scott Fisher, who's the voice of country music. Sure. He's like, dude, you have to do a video for me. So check us out. Don't, don't, don't be discouraged or, um, you know, I would love to talk to you. I'd love to talk to everybody. It doesn't matter how far along you are in your career. If you're just getting started, we have a place for everybody. Well, I can say, Chad, you're a good egg, my friend. And uh, to our listeners, you need a demo from I Need a Demo. At, at, at least reach out and ask questions. Uh, oh, by can... the way, so one of the other things, real quick, I'm so sorry to cut you off. Yeah, we go will for it. always offer a $1,000 basic demo. We will always offer that. That sets us apart from everybody else. I know there's a lot of demo producers out there, and I'll tell you all of my competition, but we will always have a basic demo for a thousand bucks. Always. Hey, man, thousand bucks. I mean, that's uh, that's well spent with this guy. And like I said, I've worked with Chad for a long time. He's reliable, he's professional. You can count on him. And I'm just uh, super proud and super stoked that he's got this new venture off the ground. And uh, I'm privileged to have you on the show today. I appreciate the time and go get it. Go get it. So thanks, Chad, for joining us today. A reminder that today's show was brought to you by George the Tech. High fives to our show announcer, Mr. Mark Peoples. Today's featured voice talent, Paul Orr. And to our producer, Christopher Disson, multi-talented Pro Tools aficionado and proof that nepotism is still alive and well. Don't forget... If you're looking for five steps to achieve the voiceover dream, go to CoreyDisson.com and click Get the Ebook. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you next time. Until then, you know what we say go get it.